Come gather ye friends round your driftwood fires and listen to tales of scurvy, horror, and high adventure from the highest of the high seas. Blow the man down! He's changed the intro. Tis true by the powers. For this week, the show shall have a distinct whiff of fish, rum, and gunpowder. So, drink up, me hearties. It's the Silly History Boys Show! It's true we all smell of fish, but who are we? And what are we for? Salutations, friends. It is I, beloved historical hornpiper, your dear Uncle Bob Bob. I am nautical Uncle Bilbo, with eye patch, parrot, and serious tattoos. Fouled anchors, mermaids, and the full cast of Star Trek The Next Generation on my back. Hours of pain, but so worth it. And from the fathomless depths of Davy Jones' locker come I, bedecked with barnacles and bladder rack, I am the mystery-dripping leviathan, known only as the Pear Bear. I am sore-bones Tombo, down in the darkness of the lower decks. I gently saw off limbs and tenderly administer brain-melting opiates for seasickness and mild headaches. As you may have gathered, listener, we're doing pirates! And someone is excited. Not just pirates, but the most feared and notorious sea thief of his age. The salty devil known as Blackbeard. Gasp! He's the most murderous pirate of all of them. Well, not really. But didn't he amass the most booty? Beg pardon? Oh, sorry, uh, I mean, didn't he steal the most stuff? Well, no. And didn't he hold the high seas in terror throughout the golden age of piracy? Well, yeah, for two years. Is that it? Part-time at two years. What a part-timer. I don't wish to spike your carronade in the first five minutes, Uncle Bob-Bob, but why are we doing Blackbeard? Because the geezer had style. Yahar, me hearties! Tis a blessing for a man of the sea to live free and have a hand in his own fate by the powers. Well, that's good enough for me. Game recognises game. Apart from the syphilis. What? Syphilis? Oh, Oh. syphilis, that's the naughty disease. Too late now. Run out the guns, me bullies. Tis pirate time. The boy who became the beard was born in Brizzle. Bristol. Greetings and salutations to ye by the powers. Tis me singular honour to have me life and time spewed forth over the airwaves like a diuretic whale given forth on the poop deck. <laughs> nice to meet you, Captain Blackbeard. Likewise, boys, likewise. Now, who's for a friendly stabbing contest? <laughs> I'll go first. Oh, 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 my God. Settle down, settle, settle now. <clears throat> Bristol was a great port where ships sailed from all over the world. Blackbeard was born here around 1640, and his real name was Ed- oh, Edward Teach. No, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, uh, his name may have been Teach, or possibly Thatch. Or Thatch, or Teach, or Thack, or Tack, or Thatchy, or Thachy. Or more likely, none of them. None of them. Have a day off, Uncle Bob-Bob. Well, lads, being a pirate in the 1600s was a bit like being an actor in 2021. Your family is ashamed of ye, and ye don't use your real name. Surely they'd be proud of you becoming an infamous pirate. 
Ah, bless ye, fair Tombo. Come here and let me give you a headlock. <laughs> now, tis not known the details of me upbringing or my real name, but I was certainly no working class hero. I can't breathe. My God, Tombo, you're as wriggly as an eel, but ne'er as good looking. Hold still while I explain, rot ye. <laughs> as a first mate on a king's ship, I was well versed in navigation, which meant I had an education. Sorry, sorry. Did you say you were on a king's ship? Don't ever interrupt me, Mr. Bilbo. If I be singing or speaking, hold your tongue. Or ye shall find yourself on a one-way voyage to Davy Jones' locker, with a cannonball in your gripe to speed your passage. Oh my, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dear Mr. Bilbo, you've got as white as a virgin topsail. I be playing with you. Oh, am I? <laughs> I am playing. You've the right of it, me lad. Me first post was a mate aboard a fighting ship in Queen Anne's War, a thousand miles from here in the balmy Caribbean. How is the Caribbean this time of the year? By Neptune's beard, I'll show ye. I'm commandeering this narrative and taking it back to the days of me youth, when the air was beat with shot and shell and the sea were fire and blood. Yarrr! Uh-oh. Oh, those were the days they were. A man might get his legs blown off or simply have his dinner. You just didn't know what would be going on. Disease was rife, crime was at all-time high, and the only escape from the drudgery of life was on the sea in the Navy. Where are we, Uncle Bob-Bob? Uh, I think aboard Blackbeard's first ship in Queen Anne's War. Queen Anne? Wait a minute, isn't she the one with all the furniture? Yes, that's her. Queen of Britain from 1702 to 1714. So just after five o'clock till more or less quarter past five. I'm looking to get a nice big wing-back chair in the recording shed. And the war with the French, as usual. Aye, that's the one. Now, lads, I must get to me post or else forfeit me prize. A prize? What is it? Washer dryer? Euro trance weekend away? What kind of? And by kind of, I mean, no. Uh, you see, if Blackbeard and his chums capture an enemy ship and its cargo, then they all get a share of whatever they can sell the ship and its cargo for, and that is the prize. He says he wasn't a pirate yet. I'm scandalised. Ah, well, you see, that is not piracy. All the navies at this time take prizes. Aye, not a pirate, but a privateer. What is a privateer? All in good time, Mr. Bilbo. Rather excitingly, we've joined me narrative in the middle of a battle, so you'll have to excuse me. Ah, young Mr. Teak. I must commend you, as always, on your brilliant seamanship. Oh, shucks, Captain Ornacle. Not in front of the crew, you'll make me blush. Now, if I could impose just one more service upon you this day. Anything, Captain. Lead me murderous crew on a mission of deadly danger to capture the enemy ship so I can rob all of their staff. I would like nothing more. Yahar! Right, me lads, pistols and cutlass to four. And if you get shot or sworded, remember to scream as you fall in the water like what in the films. Yar! 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 Oh, it's so moist in this water! Oh, it's 
shot this tide and now I've fallen in the sea. Oh, what a terrible day. Aye, the privateer's life for me. Fresh air, fighting, and fabulous prizes to be won. Oh, it was all going so well. Until it wasn't. Jar, how are you? Review for this episode. How long? How many times does Uncle Bob Bob write someone say, run out the guns? Sounds cool. Good news, everyone. The War of Spanish Succession is over. Fighting Queen Anne's war! Davy Jones's footlocker, we've been mugged off by a different war! No, no. Queen Anne's war was the New World part of the War of Spanish Succession. And the good news is that we won! Yeah, Royal Britannia! Hasn't been written yet. <laughs> and we could not have done it without you privateer chaps. You see, the idea of giving British pirates letters from the government to rob enemy ships legally has really worked out for us all. And on behalf of all us private ears, it was our patriotic pleasure to nick stuff from foreigners. Thank you. What lovely sentiments. Now, there was one more thing. Oh, where is it? Oh, yes. You're all sacked. <gasps> you what? Well, now the war is over, we can restart trade in the new world. All the cotton, the sugar, the tobacco and cocoa we grow here is worth a lot of money. We know that, ye lubbery dog. We've been stealing it for five years. Well, now you can't. Um, hand back your letters of mark. What? Who be Mark? You know perfectly well that letters of mark are the papers the government gives you so that all your seaside thievery is legal. Come on, hand them over. Pass them to the front, please. Come on, pass them to me. You can have them back if there's another war with France or Spain. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Wait, supposing we just carry on with our thievery? Well, whilst privateers are dashing, noble and romantic, pirates are naughty, evil, heinous and all-round bad. So, you know, if we catch you, we'll hang you. Hang you so bad that you'll die? That seems a bit hypocritical. Look... All we did was create the problem. We have no interest in solving it. Anyway, there's plenty of gainful employment in the Merchant Navy. Oh, not not the Merchant Navy. Navy. Those guys are a bunch of nerds. Come on, Chaparinos. Yes, it's true, the work is hard, but the pay, well, the pay is, is bad. Now, here's my colleague, Captain Awful, the skipper of the good ship Hard Luck. He has an offer you will struggle to refuse. Hello, everyone. I'm awful. Captain Horrith Awful. We do have a small number of openings for positions on our ships, uh, but seeing as there are rather a lot of you, and that I am, of course, awful, they're all very badly paid and in terrible conditions because I would rather make money than keep you alive. <laughs> Sorry. That is not fair. No! No, no, it's not, is it? But, hey... I, I don't know. If you don't like it, then feel free to start to death in the gutter. I'm all for Yes, I am. So with the war in the New World over, lots and lots of sailors suddenly found themselves without a job. And the only jobs they could get were on ships that were badly paid, badly treated and badly fed. This is true, but it does ignore a significant factor. Which is? We really liked being pirates. Privateers, surely. No. Now we set our own course. No more letters of mark. No more share for the government. Henceforth, we shall live for ourselves as pirates!
New Providence was an island in the Caribbean. It had been quite a prosperous colony. Until the French, rather unhelpfully, set it on fire. And unsurprisingly, everyone who lived there left. Be because it was on fire. Well, there was a war on. But when the war ended, the pirates moved in and formed... Yar! A pirate paradise! The pirates used the old colony as a base to attack ships crossing the Atlantic. The coast of New Providence was full of hidden coves and secret bays. Plus the water around the island was dangerously shallow. Making it very hard for big warships to hunt down pirates. Oh, it was the life, me arties. Old sea dogs let off the leash. We attacked whatever ships we pleased, then sneaked back to Nassau port and shared the prizes amongst ourselves. Or drank it. Myself and my old captain Benjamin Hornicle went into business together aboard our old privateering vessel, the Adventure. Our first prize was a Spanish cargo ship bound for Cuba. What was the prize? Flower! A <laughs> hundred and forty barrels of flour! That's not super piracy. I suppose you think we should have been after Spanish galleons brimming with gold stolen from the heathen, do you? Well, yeah, frankly. Dear sweet vesty Uncle Bilbo, such treasure ships are rare, and they'd be incredibly well armed, and myself and Ben Ornickle only had a pair of tiddly small ships. But soon our operation began to enjoy some aggressive expansion. Yeah! <laughs> in early 1717, whispers and tavern gossip in the Caribbean began to tell of a new ship. Flying a black flag. Upon the flag was a grinning skeleton. With a bloody spear in one hand. And an hourglass in the other. Time's up, lovers. It's beard time. This was the famous pirate flag the Blackbeard flew. Well, twas a design described in a magazine in 1912, but why let the truth get in the way of a good story? Never stops us. Ha! <laughs> I do love an embellishment. Ship ahoy! Here we go, boys. More wallet stuffer. All hands to braces, feet to quarters, and wake my stylist. Stylist on deck. Cheryl, make me look fabulous. We begin with the biggest, bushiest beard that any chin could sprout. Easy. Even me follicles are terrified of me. Beard, grow! <laughs> Now we weave and braid the beard into great plaits. You plait your beard? All real men should. Now the ribbons. Oh aye, only the truly dangerous wear ribbons in a battle. Hat please. Hat. Bigger Cheryl. Bigger hat. Bigger still Cheryl. I want to look like the cove in Starsky and Hutch. Bigger hat. Now Cheryl, the match. Matches. Nearly! Cheryl is now threatened lengths of slow match used for firing cannon through me beard, into me hair, and into me big hat. This looks dangerous. Cheryl, spark me up. Behold me boys, wreathed in a fiery devil's halo. Anyone who deliberately sets their own hat on fire gets my respect. Exactly! Now to complete the ensemble. Cheryl, 
Yes, Captain. Pistols! Yes, Captain. More pistols! Aye, Captain. Ah, I'm gonna need a bigger belt. Six pistols. Well, sometimes a man needs to shoot a lot of people. Now, the crowning glory. Cheryl, my cutlass, if you please. Oh, I do love a good cutlass. My mum bought me a, a little rubber cutlass on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland because I'd just been sick in my Mickey Mouse hat and I would not stop crying. Oh, it's a lovely age when they get old enough to lightly pop you with a bone cutlass. Oh, they're a wonderful toy for children, lads. Tis a shorter sword than the dainty rapiers and side swords what landlubbers wear. The blade is thick and heavy as hell. The blade has the daintiest curve for slashing through crowds of roaring humanity crammed together on blood-slicked decks. For ship fighting's no place for fencing flourishes. You whack away at the crowd like a psychopathic gardener. Thrusting the hooked point into oh, family show. Well, they've got kids into pirates then. Anyway, there you have it. It's a look I'm calling Maritime Murder Sheik by Teach. Oh, it's a very strong look, BB. Sailors are superstitious types, boy. They see a man wreathed in smoke with eight pistols, a massive sword, and his own hat on fire, and they might think twice before making a contest of it. Yeah, it's pretty scary. I would not fight you for flour or anything. Aye, and fear is in fashion in 1716. Morning, lookout. No, sir, just cold, sir. What? No, I, I mean good morning. Oh, I see. Good morning, Captain. Yes, you, you silly chap, you. Right then, and anything to report? No, no, sir, not to see but for this dramatic fog. Gosh, God, look at that. You're right, that is a dramatic fog now that you mention it. I tell you what, that is the kind of fog that one would expect some dread pirate galleon to emerge from. Black flag flying, guns belching death, and its decks swarming with the worst kinds of cutthroats. A sail! A sail! A, sa a sail! In April! I, I tell you, Christmas comes earlier every single year. I, for one, am sick of it. No, sorry, I meant a ship! Oh, shit! Oh, oh, I see. Now, that, that is relevant. What what flag is it flying? It's a new one on me. It's a black flag with a green horned skeleton with a bloody spear in one hand and an hourglass in the other. Could it be the Coast Guard or that chap who takes the rowboat runs around the lighthouse for a penny? Sir, sir, i seen that flag at Glastow. Pirates, sir. Cripes. Pirates! Right! Okay! All hands to braces! Helm, three points to starboard! Do you say three points? It's only eight bells. Stand by to repel boarders! Uh, how do you repel boarders? Um, don't change the sheets? Aye. They're coming alongside Aye. us! Pikes and cutlasses, lads, we'll sell our lives dearly for these hundred barrels of flour that aren't ours. The hailing was captured. On screen. What? Guys, it's the 17th century. Yeah, no. What do you what do you want with us, you see, gits? I'm only gonna say this once, so make sure ye understand. Are you? Give us all your stuff! Never, sir! This crew is willing to fight you pirate scum to a standstill, so that bakers in the new world can have bread! 
You may blast our ship to Kinglin and play the crew alive, but so help me God, the eastern seaboard of North America will have buns! Oh, uh, this man does not speak for us. Strike your colours, lads, and ye shall be treated fairly. Define fairly. We'll rob ye, but we won't kill ye. And if anyone wishes to join our merry band, and they are welcome. We'd rather die, sir. We'd rather swing from the yardarm like dogs after horrific torture than give up our hood. You pushed me in the water! Oh, now my heavy wool uniform is drowning me! Why did I never know? So, where do we sign up? So we began. Two small ships, a mere 20 cannon between them, but 150 of the filthiest buccaneers any man had ever laid eyes on. After the two ships worth of flour, we took a far fairer prize, 20 score casks of finest Madeira. Mmm, cake. Now, Madeira wine, lad. <laughs> we were becoming richer and richer. And the sea was our supermarket. Well, not the whole sea, Mr. Teach, for the golden rule of our operation is that we should never attack ships that come from, quote, the old country. Meaning, in our case, Britain. Ah, Benny, about that. The lads are perhaps not as patriotic as they once were. That's captain to you, Teach. Ah, yes, I've been meaning to have discourse with ye regarding that as well. You're not captain anymore. The crew had a vote for the fittest man to be captain, and they decided that they preferred to be led by the devil himself, i.e. me, and not by some quailing milksop who robs his mates by not letting them pilfer from their own countrymen, i.e. you. This is an outrage. The reason I don't attack British ships is because they have the biggest navy in the world, and when they come looking for us... And when they come looking for us, we shall plug their souls with lead and send the whole gang of them to Davy Jones as rocker. Begod, Teach, you've gone mad, sir. Am I? Am I really? Or is it a cunningly constructed facade to intimidate and bamboozle me foes? Did you know your hat's on fire? Yes, yes I did. Too much rum, too much sun, and too much freedom. No, I'm off and I shall be taking my ships with me. Take your feeble dinghy and be welcome, sir. I have recently acquired an updated mode of transportation. Behold! Blackbeard's flagship, the devil boat of legend, the greatest pirate ship of all! Boys and girls, we know that this medium means that you cannot see the terrifying dreadnought that we can. Gentlemen, I give you the Queen Anne's Revenge. But let us assure you that the Queen Anne's Revenge is the very definition of a sick ride. A sick pirate ride. How did you come by such a craft? I nicked it! Care for the tour before you scurry off in your leaky bum boat? The devil take you, teach you. Actually... The tour would be great for the, for the history in that. Fine. Let me show you my ride. From boat astern, my queenly craft is 103 feet long. That's longer than your average football pitch. Then bigger in both my ships. That she be. And she's fully rigged, which means she's as fast as diarrhea and twice as dangerous. Oh, come on. Stop doing that, Joe.
Behold the gun deck. Once this ship was the French vessel La Concorde, but it had a mere 20 cannon on board. So I've had it all knocked through below deck so I can get more guns in here. Oh, oh, it, lo it looks lovely, Blackbeard. It's a transformation. Oh, yeah, it feels like the ship can really breathe now. I know, right? That's like a different room. Is there a games room? I would man-cave the flip out of this, Captain BB. Two words. Snooker. Table. Shut up. More cannons. How many more? Oh, at least 40, my dear Ben. 40? That's as many guns as a Royal Navy frigate. More! And now I've room for a crew of 300 filthy buccaneers! You, you took this boat of 300 people and fighting them with, with pistol and cutlass and, and people going, ah, as they fell in the water. That I did. That, Monsieur, is a whopping fib, if ever I say so. Um, who were they? Never you mind, Bob Bob. Shut your traps, you French germs, or I shall change my mind about letting you live. Bonjour, madam. We are the original crew of La Concorde, a ship de France. Pipe down. Yeah, well, if all 300 of you couldn't stop Captain Blackbeard. There weren't 300 in crew. Yeah, and we all had scurvy. Uncomfortable. History. Oh, no! It's it's the uncomfortable history klaxon. Why is it sounding now? Because this, we're a slave ship. <laughs> That's why there's so much space. But such a small crew. Yes, it's true, but when I took the ship, I rescued the slaves. No, you didn't. All right, no, I didn't. Oh, well, so much for framing pirates as free spirits railing against capitalist mistreatment. Hey, we may be silly kids, but we're not prepared to gloss over the past. Do you want to start glossing over now? Yeah, definitely. This is getting really, really uncomfortable. Um, what are you going to do with the crew? Well, me morals might not stand up to the full force of the 21st century, but after we robbed the crew and their ship, I gave him me old ship. That's my ship. And left him on the Caribbean island of Berkwee. We renamed our new ship. The Marvus Encounter. Which means... The Bad Encounter. <laughs> Which it definitely was. With the Queen Anne's Revenge as me flagship, now no ship dared resist us. And no ship was fast enough to run, so we went on a criminal cruise between the Caribbean and coast of America, knocking off any ship that took me fancy. Meanwhile, in the sinister headquarters of the Royal Navy. Sir, I have a report for the Admiral on the recent pirate activity around New Providence. Come now, Captain, I hardly think we need trouble. The Amber about a shower of salty vagabonds with regional accents. Indeed, Captain, we hardly need bother the Admiral with tall tales of a man with a banana boat and a hat on fire. But he's not on a banana boat, sir. They haven't been invented. His ship has 40 guns, at least. Big deal. Our ships of the line have a hundred guns plus... And they're bigger guns and all. But they're too slow. They'll never catch him. I've had quite enough of your exposition, Captain Exposition. I am Captain Hume, sir. And unlike you, I am an historical figure. You shall not pester the Admiral. Pirates, the blue! 
Admiral on deck. Admiral, sir. Captain Exposition was just leaving, sir. Leaving, sir. I have a report concerning the recent pirate attacks, Admiral. Pirates There's nothing to worry about, sir. Like that mole you had that turned out to be Nutella. Just finish that letter to your cousin. Begging your pardon, Admiral. I believe it is something to worry about. It's only because these two are betraying members of the, the British military in the 18th century, which means they must be immensely thick and have, have silly wigs, despite amassing uh, uh, the largest empire ever. We have a ship, sir. A fast one, with as many guns as the pirates, and, and with our highly trained Royal Navy sailors, we ought to make short work of this pirate fleet. What's the ship? HMS Scarborough, sir. Fastest ship in the Caribbean. Named for the town of Scarborough in Yorkshire, where people can't get away fast enough from, you see. Thank you, sir. I shall bring you their leader in chains. Or dead. Gotcha. And so, with the period's premium baddies now awake to the pirate menace, Blackbeard's days seem numbered. Oh, man, it's hot. Who would have thought that being on a ship in the middle of the Caribbean in August with no shade would be so hot? Ooh, can we get ice cream? Um, yeah, I don't think the Queen Anne's Revenge has ice cream facilities. Have you even asked? I haven't, no. I've been meaning to ask you, Bob-Bob, how does this work? How does what work? Well, have we gone back in time, or, or, you know, are we silly history boys actually on the Queen Anne's Revenge in 1718? Or are we just narrating what happened? Uh, um, well, I just two-pack it, man. I just, I just, when I write rhymes, I go blind and let the Lord do his thing. A sail! A sail! Ooh, a sail. Maybe I can get a new mic. Not that kind of sail, bold Tombo. And the next man to do that joke gets keel-hauled whilst on fire. Mr. Bilbo, palm me a glass, if you would. What, you a what? Um, hand him a telescope. Thank ye kindly, Mr. Mumbate. Now, let's see what the saucy horizon has brought a jolly undertaking. <gasps> By the powers! At last! Ice cream, perhaps, Captain Blackbeard? Far better than ice cream, bold Mr. Tombo. Gentlemen, I give ye His Majesty's Royal Navy! The Navy! Rascottered for sure! I told my ma'am I was at computer camp. Have courage, ye yellow bilge rats! Do ye not trust your captain? Have I not given you freedom from the likes of them? Have I not brought you wealth beyond your wildest dreams? Is my flamey hat not cool? Yeah, well, yeah I, 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 yes. Oh, yes. It's wild, literally. It's on, yeah. it's on fire. You look, you look, you look good. Then here's this for a bargain, boys. Stand fast with me against Jolly Jack Tar. And once we've fed the sharks with his dead, we'll slip away a while to a quieter coast. Aye, Captain! Ah, go on then. Aye, and more! For if we beat the Navy now, then the Caribbean shall know that no one and nothing can stand against us! Are ye with me? Aye, Captain! Ah, go on then. Then let fly the sheets and run out the guns. They're fixing to run for it, Captain. Well, of course they are! They can't hope to stand against us! Sir, I've counted their gun ports. They're at 40 cannon. 
Yeah, that, that's rather more than I was expecting, sir. That is rather more than us, sir. Wait, 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 we've only got about 30, sir. 32, according to Wikipedia. Their guns are served by rum-sodden layabouts, Lieutenant. Ours by professional men of war. Yes, sir, but they were, they were probably professionals at one point or another, sir, before, before the rum, no doubt. And they will be motivated, sir. After all, once we catch them, we'll probably hang them. When we catch them? And so the Scarborough began to chase down the Queen Anne's Revenge. Perhaps the extra cannons Blackbeard had fitted slowed her down. Or perhaps the captain was waiting, holding back, to make a statement. Gun crews to your pieces, and marksmen to the tops! Right, sir. Aye, aye. Double shot the guns, boys! Great shot over the round shot! These navy fellas shall have a double dose of lead for their introduction. They're gaining on us, Captain! Good! As the Scarborough gained on the revenge, there was silence. Just the whip of the wind and cries of command across the glittering water. For in these days of sail, ships didn't fight at a distance. They fought in close. No more than a couple of meters apart. And fired their cannons at point-blank range into one another. This was called a broadside. There was no way of missing. And no way of hiding. But neither captain blinked, and the ships drew alongside one another. Pull over! Salutations, Captain! But I'm afraid I've a taste for the wind in my beard. Does wonders for me matches! Who are you? I, sir, am the devil, sir. Who be you? They don't make introductions to pirate scum, sir. Now heave to or you shall be boarded. I hope you'd say that. And never mind the name, I shall make better acquaintance with ye all in hell! Make ready, my boys! Fire! The ships were so close that the crew of both could have leaned through their gunports and shaken hands. Though no one did. The cannonball smashed through the wood sides of the ship, sending massive splinters of shattered timber hissing through the smoky air. As the powder smoke hung in the salty air, both crews frantically reloaded their cannon. It was a deadly race. Fire! The Navy gunners were professionals and highly trained. They rammed and they swapped, heedless of the danger whizzing past their ears. But many a pirate gunner was a Navy man. And they knew the terrible price they would pay if they were taken alive. And so they rammed and swapped and loaded even faster. Even as cannonballs smashed through the side of their stolen ship. Fire! The Queen Anne's revenge hammered the Scarborough. Hammered so that unseated cannon crashed into the water. Hammered it so that its main mast broke to splinters. They're done for, Captain. Prepare the boarding party. Belay that, Mr. Hans. Oh, but Captain, that's another ship for the fleet almost as fine as the Revenge. Let him float home, Mr. Hans. Let him limp back to Barbados and tell their masters that they chanced their souls against the Queen Anne's revenge and that they lost. Lost, you hear me, you dogs? You are but men, but I, I am Blackbeard and I am the devil! And so the Queen Anne's revenge left the shattered Scarborough behind and set sail for the open. Ocean. So Blackbeard sailed off into the sunset then? I don't think I'll miss him. No. He was a bit stabby. And just 
generally terrifying. I mean, that hat thing. Wow. Yeah, that's not the last we'll see of him. Like he says, he'll be back. I certainly hope so. That was fun. Just the right level of shouting and battle. Oh, my, yes. Yes, about the battle. Bob, Bob. Have you been embellishing? Just a little bit. A tiny bit. A, a tiny bit. How much is a bit? Well, we, we know that the Queen Anne's Revenge had an encounter with HMS Garbage. But? That's all we know. An, in, an encounter. It's all that exciting broadside trading. Untrue. Oh, almost, yeah, almost certainly untrue. At the very best, very, very unlikely. They probably traded a few long-range efforts before Blackbeard's superior seamanship let the Queen Anne's Revenge slip off to East Africa for a bit. But they'll be back. Oh my, yes. Ooh, excellent. So will we. For another exciting episode of the Silly History Boys Show. And for all the giant splinters, amputations, and gratuitous use of the word, Yar! We are, as always, Sorry! 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 Sorry. Episode 26, or A Right Rum Do, was gently keel-hauled by the Silly History Boys. The part of the devil himself, Captain Blackbeard, and Admiral Oedipal was saltily ahoyed by the notorious beard splitter, Stew the Pear Bear Perry, various pirates, Captain Horace Awful, dramatic fog captain, immensely thick and silly-wigged member of the British military, HMS Scarborough Lieutenant and narration were vocally at loggerheads with the jackanape we know and love as Rob Dear Uncle Bob Bob Bond. Various pirates, Captain Ben Hornicle, Le Concorde shipmate, immensely thick and sillywig member of the British military and narration were mistaken for Cape Horn fever by old Mullygrubs himself. You know him as Tom Tombo Fermor. Various pirates, Government representative, dramatic fog sailor, La Concorde shipmate, Captain Hume and narration were badly squared away by the dirty bow, Will Uncle Bilbo Tristram. And pushing off again, pressed into service no doubt, voicing Cheryl the pirate stylist was our very own antiquated rogue, Velma Von Bob Bob Bond. Shot, slush and shipwrecks from those marooned vagabonds at zapsplat.com. Getting fiddler's pay and no more, we say, is Kofi Young. Extra music by that heathen philosopher, Weltenfunk. Intro music by habitual cocktail party lurker, Rob, Lord Fastfingers Tristram. Why not dock in our safe Facebook harbour at Silly History Boys? Cast a review in a bottle on your chosen podcast platform. Or use an intricate flag display to tell a friend to listen or be damned to the watery deep for all eternity. I am exhausted. Please, please let the sound quality be okay. Please, please, please.